about to listen to the words and teachings of Pastor Shola Oshimakide of the household of David. Be blessed. Jesus is Lord. Amen. Wow. Oh, Father, we thank you for such a wonderful morning. Jesus is Lord. We live by the word of God, right? I want to read something to us in Genesis chapter 1, verse 26. Or Genesis 21. Um, actually, I'm going to verse 28. So let's start from 27. So God created man in his own image, and in the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. Verse 28. And God blessed man. God blessed them. And God said, be fruitful. Fly, plenish the earth, subdue it, and have dominion. Say amen to that. Amen. Praise the Lord. The first thing that God did to man when he created man was to bless man. Is that right? So you can say, every man is already blessed. Especially if you are in Christ. So the first thing that God did, I don't know why he chose to do that first. But when he created man in his image, he looked at man and he blessed man. And that word blessed, we are going to look at it severally. But there is just one point I want to establish this morning. And it has a lot to do with the fact that you are already blessed if you are in Christ. So, God blessed man. When he blessed the first man, he blessed all other men after him. Are you with me? Praise the Lord. I need you to say amen to that. Amen. Can you say, I am, blessed? I am blessed? Say it again. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3. Ephesians 1, 3. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Ephesians 1, 3. What is this? Let's read together. Blessed be the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has done what? So actually, oh God bless me, it's not a very correct prayer. Who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings? Who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places? He has blessed us. Second Corinthians chapter 8 verse 9, let's read. Permit me to do several openings because I want to establish something. In the name of Jesus Christ, when we are true with the subject we are dealing with, no family will crumble financially again. We need to talk. The chaos in the world is multiplying. The number of Christians that are broke will make you think that God lied about some things he said in the Bible. And it is because of how we operate the world. And that's why a teacher has to come out to show us that which is written in the word of God. And that's why we are looking at this series. For how long shall some Christians be struggling for how long shall money be creating issues in marriage? For how long should, shall money separate people from their goals in life? For how long do we desire good things and they are far off? For how long will people be tempted to bow to the prince of this world to have good things of life? How long shall this continue? Hallelujah. What is the benefit of having a father that owns it all and you have nothing? Where, what is the sense in that? Is God really lying? And blessing is beyond money. It's a total well-being of a man. Is God truly committed to a man being okay, being well? Or the judge that when we get to heaven, that's where we are going to be well. 
We have to look at the world to understand God's perspective about this. So in November we dealt with marriage. After marriage, apart from spirituality, after marriage, the next thing is people's finances. It's on, on these two things, all the sorrows in the world are coming from, either of the two. People being raised in a dysfunctional family and all those things, or people being broke and doing wrong things to get along. Are you following me? Praise the Lord. So, let's do 2 Corinthians chapter 8. What is there? The Bible says, For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Everybody say grace. grace. That though he was rich for your sake, for whose sake? Say it loud and clear. He became poor. That what? So a kind of swap, right? He was rich. He became poor. So that you that were poor will become rich. And this switch or the swap has been done already. So the Bible says it's in the grace. This is the first point I want to establish this morning. I will say something else, second service. Grace has made prosperity available to every Christian. Grace has made the blessing. So the Bible says it didn't come by your efforts. It came by the grace that Jesus has brought into your life. So Jesus was full of grace and truth. And those who have received Christ, they have received the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. And the Bible says part of the effect of that grace is that consider the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Though he was rich, he became poor. Amen. That's why I love that Domel song. Give thanks with that great word because it um, Jesus Christ, son, let the weak say I am strong, let the poor say I am rich because of what the Lord has done. It's not because of what you are going to do. But I want to show you the manifestation of these things. Are you, are you with me? So, grace. So, we read that one. So, remember, we started from Genesis 1, He blessed man. We read Ephesians 1 3, we are already blessed in every place in Christ Jesus. And now the Bible is saying that Jesus already. He has, he has done this already. He became poor that through his poverty you might become rich. So the first point is that the prosperity of every Christian is already established by God. After the mouth of two or three, say amen. amen. Let's read one more, Genesis chapter 12. It will also show that God is committed to believers walking in blessing. Genesis chapter 12, verse 1. Look at this. Now the Lord has said to Abraham, Get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred, and from thy father's house, unto the land that I will show thee. Next verse. And I will make thee a great nation. I will bless thee, and make your name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. Verse 3. I will bless those who bless thee, and cause them, we cause thee. That's why a Christian can't be caused. Everybody trying to cause a Christian looking for trouble. Indeed shall all the families of the earth be blessed. Hmm. Hallelujah. Where is that scripture in Isaiah? Isaiah 50. Look unto Abraham your father and Sarah your mom. 50, 55 or 56 or which one? 6, 7 or 8. Or 51, 52, 53. It's not 54. It's not 55. I just remember that scripture now. Somebody let me look for it. I know it's, don't look at It's not 54. It's not 55. 51. Alright. Thank you. Isaiah 51. Let's read. <laughs> Hallelujah. The days of heaven on earth, they are here. 
the darkness in this world will not affect the light that is in us. Our God will never be stranded. It won't get to a point that the Almighty God will say that, you two look at Nigeria now, what do you want me to do? When I won't kill me. <laughs> the Almighty God does not talk like that. Are you with me? Now look at, look unto Abraham your father, and Sarah that bear you, for I called him alone, and blessed him, and increased him. Hallelujah. So, God fulfilled what he said in chapter 12. He said, I called Abraham, I blessed him, I blessed him, I multiplied the guy. It is important that in the heart of every Christian, I will get to this in a while, because this will knock out greed from your life, to understand that you are already blessed. It changes everything. What I want to share with you this morning, and I will, I will get proper second service before that, faith brings out what grace has done. Grace has done it. Faith in it brings it into manifestation. Hallelujah. That's why I, 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 I think Dr. Mesotabi uh, he dealt with this a little bit at the Holy Ghost service. And then I remember that uh, at uh, Southwest Convention this year when I was uh, in, uh, uh, in, uh, in Fort Worth, Texas, I was there and Dr. Kefro first night taught on grace and second night decided to, he, so he, he, he told people, because there is, this, there is a very funny teaching going on and because of grace we don't do anything. That's a silly teaching. Hallelujah. And then grace will help you wear your shirt now. That is a... So careful, explain the fact that grace has made everything available. But you see, without faith, it is impossible to please God. Faith enables you to lay hold on what grace has made available. But grace has made everything available. Are you with me? Our walking in health is by the grace. It's not a function of do's and don'ts. We walk. We will get to it, but we understand that the reason why we walk it's not to prosper. The Bible talks about why we should walk. Christians walk to be a blessing. The Bible says, let him that uh, stole still no more, but rather let him walk that he might have something to give. Why is the Bible always emphasizing you helping somebody with your job, not you, like they say, what, what you are eating? Because what you are eating has been settled by God. And Jesus clearly warned that you should not worry yourself about what you wear and what you wear. So if your job is attached to what you wear, that is something wrong. Because he said the birds of the air, they don't speak, they don't toy. He said, but your heavenly father, have you seen a bird complaining in your bio? A bird landing on your window and saying, oh boy, I have no choice this morning. No. The only animals that do that are the ones we bring to zoo. When we bring them to zoo, they start falling sick. Have you noticed natural why they always treating those animals? The ones in the forest, don't, they don't need treatments. It is when we catch them and we domesticate them, they start having problems. Animals don't complain. You will not hear your cat say in the morning, Ah, or Nigeria, what girl? That I have for this Nigeria, that we are, oh boy, are they hungry? Animals don't say that. The cycle has been established by the Almighty God. They just flow. Hallelujah. The lion wakes up in the morning, there will be food. Now, at times it is 1 o'clock in the morning, uh, at times it is 10 o'clock in the morning, but there will be food. That's why they don't protest in the animal kingdom. Oh, yes. <laughs> Amen. And Jesus said, your heavenly father takes care of them. Hallelujah. Amen. This must be established in the heart of every Christian. 
During worship, the Spirit of God said this to me, and I'm going to say it to somebody. I don't know who the Lord is actually talking to. Somebody is right now asking you to help him about something. It has to do with loaning the person money. You don't want to. Now, the Lord didn't tell me whether this will happen for service. So I'm going to repeat the same second service. When we're worshiping, he told me, you don't want to help the person because you once gave your money to somebody and the person didn't return it. Listen to me. Do not because of one person who has taken you for granted. Shut your eyes from helping other people. It's a wrong thing to do. You are not, for, you are not working in forgiveness. The sincere truth is that, let me tell you the point blank truth. People will take you for granted. So we collect things from you and not pay back. But you see, in letting go from your heart, you become bigger than that amount. This I have practiced for many, and I'm telling you, you can't be brought down by someone else. You can never come down in life as a Christian. Because you are trying to help somebody and the person that you it is impossible. It's impossible. That's why the Bible says that overcome evil with good. You respond to people. Ah, one lady, when they were growing up, she was about maybe like 12 or 13. And then the father married a new wife, sent her own mother away, and then the new wife gave out to other children. Now, the mother of those new children, she dealt with her. All her years since she got to university, the lady dealt with her. She beat the light out of her, made her life miserable. But she's the one sponsoring the same woman right now. She has refused to remember all that she did to her. She left school. God started blessing her. And she started giving to this same woman. Her mom was driven out. This is the new wife at home. The new wife maltreated her all the years she was growing up. But now she's earning money and she's helping her. And now all her children, the new wife's children are living with her right now. And she's not taking it out on them. So the one who works in love, you can't be stranded. The greatest power in the universe is in love. That's why I say that God is love. And we explain in a while. As a matter of fact, most of the satanic attack is to get that love in you to be shut down. So you get mean and you pay evil for evil. And when you do that, you are out of grace. Are you with me? Praise the Lord. Amen. Did you hear that? Praise the Lord. Because some find it difficult to let go of what somebody has done to them. You keep playing that thing in your heart. Ah, no, no, they did, they did that. If God opens your eyes to see what happened to Jesus on the cross, you will forgive forever. What can man do to us? What can man do? What can man do? That you are not returning my 200k. It will be an insult on Jehovah for that 200k to hold me to ransom forever. What about if I didn't have it in the first place? You took my car away. You bashed it and you destroyed it. Does that mean I should be granted for the rest of my life because of a car? A car that some unbelievers are buying 15 one day. Some governors are buying and my king is now stranded because somebody spoiled my car. And when you attach yourself to this thing and you won't let go, I'm not saying give your things carelessly to people. But if something happens, learn to fix it and remove your heart from it. So that you don't become bitter and start reacting. Hallelujah. You know, there are people, anytime somebody lives with them and he does something wrong, they threaten the person, I will send you away, I will send you out. So why you talk like that? I, I don't know why, so why, why you talk like that. You are, you are attaching yourself to the fact that you have helped him with accommodation and you are not acting like the almighty God. 
The Bible said the gifts of God are without, they are irrevocable. It doesn't take back. When you give somebody a bed in your room, in your house, and any small thing, I will send you away. I will send you away. The person has said it over a hundred times. In fact, you have sent the person away in the soul self. The body is only managing the any small thing. I will send out of this house. I will send out of the I will send you, you will leave my house. It grieves me when I see people who lift up their hands who worship God do all these things. If you have been listening to me long now, I've dwelt too many, I've said too many times how people treat their mates and those who, de- who, who depend on you. People don't know that Jesus is looking at all these things. Yesterday I was reading the account of a man that, that was taken to heaven also in Dublin. And he was talking about the father, don't you know there are eyes everywhere watching? He said believers come and Jesus started telling, he was going to people's houses and showing them things going on in their houses. That's one of the things that is how this is what people do. It is ready to come to your house and know who is housemate, who is your child. You do all this. You know, we don't know that we too depend on God. Forgiveness is the only prayer that is attached to what you do to someone else. In the Lord's prayer, say, forgive our trespasses. How? As we forgive those who trespass against us. And Jesus made it clear that if we don't forgive men from us, he said, neither will you have only father. It's the only thing that somehow the Lord responds to you with the measure you respond to people. If it is very easy for you to let go and forget, it's also very easy for God to take things away from you, just like that. But if you hold on, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So, is this first point, okay, that every Christian is blessed? I want to move to something else. Luke chapter 16. Maybe we should start from verse 11. I want us to get this. Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I'm going I'm to say some three, two or three things also, second service, about giving. Hallelujah. I want to, I'll go a different dimension. I want to explain why some things don't work with some people. The Bible says, if therefore, ah, you have not been faithful in your righteous mammon, who will commit to you the true riches? Verse 12. If you have not been faithful in that which is another man's, who will give you that which is your own? Verse 13. No servant can serve two masters. Either you, he will hate one or love the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Verse 14. And the Pharisees who were covetous heard these things and did. <laughs> they got angry. Let's start from verse 10. Hallelujah. <laughs> Verse 10. He that is faithful. Ah, let's start from verse 1. We need to understand this story. Maybe I will stop here today. We need to understand what exactly is our Lord saying there. Please pay attention. This is serious. He said to the disciples, There was a certain rich man which had a steward. And the same was accused unto him that he was wasted, he had wasted his goods. Verse 2. And he called him and said, How is it that I hear of thee? Give an account of thy stewardship, for thou mayest be no longer a steward. Everybody say to your neighbor, you are a steward of God's resources. No, look at the person very well, if you are not afraid of the person. Maybe you should ask one of them, are you afraid of me so I can relocate? <laughs> if the answer is yes, yeah. if the answer is no, I'm not afraid. Hey, then feel comfortable to tell the person. Say, you are a steward of God's resources. 
Look at your neighbor. Say, even your life does not belong to you. Someone gave you for an assignment or not. Is that true? Amen. So he told the guy, you won't be a steward again. You were wasting my soul. Verse 3. Then the steward said within himself, what shall I do? This guy has a Nigerian spirit. For my Lord, take care of me. So he just planned. Okay, no problem. They said they are going to sack me. So all his august uh, clients, he called, how much are you owing my boss? He said, I'm owing your boss one million. I said, okay, you know what? I'm the accountant. He doesn't remember the account. Say you are owing him 600. And he said, really? No, that one put 600. How many are you in my boss? I said, I'm owing your boss 2 million. Said, no, just 1.2. What was he doing? <laughs> he was doing them a favor because he was about to be sacked. So that after being fired, at least those guys will remember him. <laughs> See, if it was dealing dons, the real don, they will use him and dump him. If somebody is doing that to his boss, what does that tells you? If you employ him, he will do the same thing to you. Anyway, the guy is not our focus. We look at him another day. But he's a very smart guy. Now, verse 5. That's, I want to start from where... Verse 6. Uh, 100, and he said, I take him, you receive that right, 50. Verse 8. I want to start from where you And the Lord commended your just word. We look at this another day. When his master came, he said that, oh boy, <laughs> you will think the master will get angry. Boy was commanding the guy, he said, you are smart, boy. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> verse 9. And I said, the children of this world are wiser in their generation. Wiser in their generation are the children of light. Somebody was working under his boss. And his boss was yabbing churches. Don't give your money. Was telling his secretary, give your money to collect your money. I said to just remember how many times native doctor visited the man in his office and he gave one a brand new G-Wagon to his native daughter. He belongs to a court group where they pay dues every month. Everyone that is running their silly mouth around saying things about churches are places they give to. I won't say much about that. There are some Christians. I don't know in the first place. They said to somebody, I'm not about this pulling tight or no tight. They said to somebody about that. He said that, but does Bigel pay, Bigel pay tight? Number one, how are you sure Bigel does not pay? The last I was listening to Mike Mudor, he showed us a check sent to him by Bigate. Who told you that he doesn't pay? And number two, the Bible is telling you something you are quoting Bigate. Are you supposed to be version and number? People do all that to avoid the truth of the word. And they can't go far. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, if you quote a person as a non-believer, let's say a popular and then go to, well, he doesn't also pray in tongues, so you should stop praying in tongues. He doesn't worship God. He doesn't lift up. Then you stop worshiping God also. He doesn't say praise worship. So stop singing praise worship also. Since that is your standard. How myopic can some people be? Hallelujah. I say to you, make yourself friends of mammon or for righteousness. Where you fail. We'll look at this. My focus is so vast. Now you understand the background of the story now. If that is faithful in that which is least, is faithful also in much. And if that is unjust in the least, is unjust also in that which is much. I want to establish two things from this scripture. Number one, I say you should say that you are a steward. Okay, three things. So, number one, we started saying, every Christian is blessed. It's like a class. I need you to get this. 
When I'm ready to second week or third week, we will explode. We'll start talking about some things. Are, are, you, are you with me? Praise the Lord. Is somebody with me? So, number one, every Christian is blessed. Number two, you are a steward. Number three, is what I'm about to say about stewardship now. Understand this stuff that Jesus is saying. The least thing in the kingdom, the most, I don't want to use not important, the least important thing in the kingdom that you should use your faith for is money. Unfortunately, reverse is the case. It's the most important to many Christians. I want to say to everybody here, to demonstrate faith for money is easier for, than faith for healing. Jesus said, when he finished this parable, and I read the latter part, for you to know that I was talking about money, he said, you can't serve God and mammon. And he clearly told the people that if you are not faithful in that which is least, he was talking about two things. And if you read from, this story is also in Matthew, if you read from others, so you are going to understand two things. We do it another day. Two things about this. That list is talking about the fact that, number one, God starts all of us up at a level. Yes, it's true. If you have 100,000 naira, and you are not a giver, heaven will not say, God has concluded that when you are a millionaire, you are not a giver. It will not, it's not, are you, are you understanding me? God is not saying that when you become a millionaire, you will not be a giver. He says that you are a millionaire and you are not a giver. The Almighty God judges what you do with billions by looking at what you do with 10,000 naira. If the old 10,000 is consumed on yourself, you don't give to the kingdom. You don't remember the poor. But you consume it. You make your hair from it. <laughs> Buy things from it. Heaven concludes that when this one has 10 billion, it will never give or she will never give. And that's the truth. Something when they have more money, they will become givers. Oh, what a deception. So you think those who have money do have things to do with money. The more money you have, the more responsibility will show up. I hope you know. Yes, Praise the Lord. What it takes to maintain the house that is a BQ is different what it takes to maintain the mansion. I hope you know. Yes, <laughs> Hallelujah. What it takes to fix a Toyota Corolla 1996 is different from what it takes. Was there a Corolla then? It's different, from, it's different from what it takes to fix Range Rover Sport 2017 model. The car is 65 million era. It is different. If God is not on your side and your tire boss, you will boss with it. <laughs> Just come down. <laughs> Are you with me? When we're trying to get a place, a bank, and you know, I, I believe it must belong to something. So I saw some things in the house that, but for some reason, he liked me. He said, I cannot give my space to a church. He said, But young pastor, that's what he said. If you want my space for anything, I will give it to you. He said, you know what? Even if you want to get somebody to get, he said, it's 10 million per annum. I will give you, he said, they pay for two years. I will give you the 10%. Take it. He said, bring somebody. He said, take it. I will give you. He said, so if they pay 20 million, I will give you 2 million. He said, but I can't give it to a church. He said, my reason is not personal. I was like, there's no, it's not personal. It's devil. But I said, I understand. On three occasions, I went to his house. His house is somewhere in, close to Awushi Estate in Okwebi. There are four landscapes in the house. Four. There are all kinds of fruits growing in the compound. And it will just plow. We're walking. Will, and very old man. 
He did some that shop. He brought out a white handkerchief and used it to wipe the floor of his house. And he showed me not a stain. He said, let me show you higher dimension. He opened the bonnet of his car and he used white handkerchief to wipe his engine and there was no stain. He said, I have cleaners, about 13 of them. They clean this whole compound twice every day. He said, you can't find any dirt in my house. He said, if I see any of these fruits now, and he plucked one and he started eating. He said, I don't need to wash it. He said, there's nothing. Then he sat on the floor in the ground. And he said, there's nothing dirty in this house. He said, you only offend me, these cleaners, if they don't say they clean two times. They come in the morning and they come in the day clean. They wash everywhere. So about 13 of them. They wash everywhere in the outside in the compound. I said, wow, this is wonderful. <laughs> and, uh, about five city rooms. And he took me around. Interestingly, he took me to his bedroom. He was showing me everything. He was just talking. Then we sat down, took me to his swimming pool. And he told me, he said, I swim very well. And we're like, <laughs> and he was demonstrating everything. Just having a nice time. I said, wow. Just one eating house in one corner there. And told me, I built this. I was working with CBN before. I, then I, I, I left CBN. I started doing contract with CBN. Are you with me? <laughs> Some already fantasized. <laughs> come back home. <laughs> Some people are already thinking, so just come, come back. Are, are you here now? <laughs> Amen. You know, there are some houses that when you are inside, you don't want to go out. See, there are some places, there is a kind of house that you have that when you go out, it will be on purpose. If you don't have any business going out, you won't go out. But there are some houses you live in. You look for every opportunity to go out. It is hot, it is small, it is everything together. So, when they say they are going out, you just want to go out. You want to go out at all times. <laughs> Amen. Are you with me? Anyway, <laughs> praise the Lord. So, two things. The list. It means that God begins with everybody watching what is in your hand. Number two, which is a bigger truth, is that money is the least thing in the kingdom which God tests people with and which determines a lot. Is a list. Is what should be your lowest prayer points and your lowest faith and everything is about money. That's why I started from where I started because all things have been concluded already by God. Every Christian is blessed. But the manifestation is in a measure depending on faithfulness. Now, everyone here, you are a steward. In stewardship, you are promoted based on your faithfulness. This is where I want to stop today. I want us to go on with this one that I'm blessed already. Number one. To go on with the fact that I'm a steward. And to go on with the fact that if you are faithful in that which is least. And that list is in two parts. What I have in my hand are that money is the least area. If I am not faithful to go in the area of money, I am not faithful in all other areas. Is the least area. Is that, is that, is that straightforward? Are you with me? We need to lay this foundation as we begin to talk about deeper things of the kingdom. Because like I said, every Christian will prosper. Every Christian will walk in wealth. Just about uh, uh, two, three weeks ago, I still told, I just told the account that, ah, we used to give certain amounts as a church to a particular ministry and we, we haven't done that in a while. So we decided to write the check and we did. 
within five days, somebody gave times three of the amount you gave an individual. When he did, I called the person. I'm like, why are you giving? And he said that I remember when we were fasting in September, I remember you said we should give them, but I wasn't ready then. September. I know the person is not even around again. The person traveled. And when I started asking him what exactly happened, he was walking somewhere, he was supposed to travel to another city, and they kept them somewhere. So they couldn't fly that day. And he said he should attend a meeting in that city where, on behalf of the office. So he was walking around town unexpectedly, you know, he was in the hotel, got burning, and the next thing he did was to transfer huge amount of money to the church. Out of boredom. I said, may God make some people more. <laughs> 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 you know, it was just, it just, it just, it just, that was they said, I just remember that uh, in September when we were fasting, that he was listening to the message online, that you said something about giving. In September, this is December. God is able to make those who promise you. Those that were around the ways, you heard a testimony from one of our sisters. How many of you were around the ways? January last year, she wrote by Esther State Government. She's here. I don't want to call her. She doesn't like coming now. So she's smiling at me now. But she came out of where she said, January 16 last year, she wrote, she's from Baesa, wrote their state government to do a tra- to come and create training and everything that the government will sponsor. And she didn't hear anything from them. We finished service of preach last Sunday. The Commissioner of Finance of Baesa State called her on Monday. She sent me the mail and then she said, Monday on Wednesday, called her on Monday and said, that now we are ready for you. January 2016, December. Government don't spend money December. They are beginning to prepare to wrap up. But they called and said, we are ready for you. Many of us haven't seen the hand of God because what I'm about to say in second service is the fact that what should motivate, the motive behind our giving should be the love of God. We will see it in Solomon. We will see it in For God So Loved the World. That's what I want to establish because already that fourth point that I will start with second service is the major problem with many Christians. When they, and that is why many are tricked. So when the pastor now says that they know this man is anointed, he comes and shares five testimonies about how God miracles and said, okay, bring, come and give $50, seed, then they rush out. Most of those who go out for so not all, most of those who go out for that, greed is what is leading them out. They are expecting a sudden stop, and when they don't get it, they get disappointed. Sometimes, God in His wisdom delays your harvest to see where your heart lies. Are you with me? Because the principle of the kingdom can be broken. Give and it shall be given. Paul started speaking about this. He said that he that soweth sparingly. This is Paul talking. He said, he that soweth sparingly shall reap. And he said, he that soweth bountifully. It's a scriptural truth that cannot be broken. But if a man sows bountifully and is not reaping, two things. Everyone can create a delay temporarily to watch what you are doing. Or your giving is not done out of love. And I'm going to explain that secondly. Because whatever is not of faith is a sin. And faith worked by love. That's what we want to look at second. But get this, just get this. It's my desire. And this is why I'm sharing this. And all of you that know me, you know this way I'm sharing. I, I, I desire to see the manifestation of the mighty hand of God in the lives of many people here. People have had opportunities. Sometimes people sit there in the church, they announce. You know, about two Sundays ago, we're finding ourselves, and I said I would do something about the ill before you go. Somebody just came on, on Friday and he said, Pastor, so do you want us to, do you want me to give the money for the ASU? I should buy the AC? I said, I know, please follow your hearts. Then he brought down one that was there. One individual. So, you know, sometimes people hear 
If I'm in any church and I hear announcements, even if all I have is that I'll be part of it. People hear opportunities come around. I'm going to talk maybe upper week about how people despise the seed that is in their hand. And I got into that a little Wednesday. They say they say the church needs one hundred million. And because you only have nine thousand, you despise your nine thousand. Don't you know that in the sight of Jesus Christ, that money is not small? And if out of nine thousand you give four thousand five hundred, Jesus sees it. You have given more than somebody who is giving ten million out of fifty million. But you know what people will do? They look at it. What is this among so many? And they put it back. How many times? Many of you have already seen that from what, how many times have you had the opportunity and you missed it because of this? Oh, there's so every need in the kingdom is an opportunity for some saints to advance. Be part of it. Why did Paul say to Ephesians church, Ephesians, Philippians 1 I think, My God shall surpass Philippians all your need. He didn't say that to others. Then he mentioned that you guys bought goods to me. Paul looked at it, he said that a sweet smelling song. He said, My God, I will take you through the Bible to see certain things. When Noah came out of the earth, the first sacrifice he made, the Bible said, God smelt it and he said that I will not wipe this word again. I won't do this again. Why didn't Isaac just pray for Esau? Why did he tell him to go and hunt and prepare a food that the Lord before blessing him? Understand, men and brethren, if you do nothing, nothing will happen. We take a step of faith to advance. We take a step of faith to advance. Every Christian ought to know this. And I will also tell you about the power of confession. That is why the word of God must guide you in giving. You can't separate one from another. As you make positive declaration based on scriptures. So you respond in faith also. And then you make sure that it is love motivated. You are in for a great time. This is important. You see, that's our portion. Barnabas had land. He sold it and he brought it to the apostles. People were crazy givers then. It is the origin of the church of Jesus Christ. The first church is not Catholic. The first church is church in Jerusalem. If you want to understand what what every church should be doing, go and read Acts chapters 2, 3, 4. That is the history. That is our history. The first time Jesus Christ was going to say, if you think church is perverted, now you want original church, go to Acts 2, 3, 4. That was the original church. The one Jesus founded by himself. That the twelve apostles were there, except Judas who died. Check out the function in the first church. It will be a pattern for other churches. The Bible says none of them lacks. Ah, the days are coming here. If one of us is doing well, because it's one of us, all bills will be paid. Amen. It has happened before. Amen. This man was so dear to many of us. A lot, he didn't ask them. But in his wedding, you remember, a lot of people responded. His father couldn't hold the emotion back. Such a wonderful man. He, he told me, that, can I have the mic? Can I address you on Sunday? Because he was moved. I told them, I mean, that, that I said, among, well, last week I just told the leader, I said that among leaders now, all of us will be paying, paying some little money every month so that when anybody is doing wedding, naming and everything. Now, I won't do wedding again. And I won't do naming again. But several people will do naming, so they should take care of them. It is at this point, because I read the scripture once in that first church that I've never seen in any other church. The Bible said there was none of them that lacked. There was none that lacked. That means as those people were dropping those money, they were being multiplied. And people will look at, because I have to establish this. 
to flow in this abundance, you have to be a giver. Now, to continue in it, you have to. So there are two streams that we give. We give for the kingdom, then we help the less privileged. We do the two together. What people are advocating for out there that are saying against church is that you should give. If a church begins to do charity alone without kingdom investment, the kingdom will lose. Jesus' primary purpose is to save men, not to feed them. Now, in saving them, we also feed them. Are you understanding what I'm saying? You understand? So we do the two. When he was on earth, he used to heal. At the same time, Judas would carry money and used to give to the poor. So a church must do the two. But you see, when you start giving to charity, what will cause your money to multiply also is the fact that you are a covenant practitioner. Is that understood? Are you with me? The days are coming when you will look at somebody by your side in the church. And this, this thing is starting this December. Amen. And will multiply in it. You know, the person's shoe is not looking. You will not embarrass the person. Quietly. You build a little friendship with the person and you tell the person, can I have your account number and you transfer 50k? Go buy yourself four shoes. That is church. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Are, are you with me? Yes, Somebody, you, 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 are, you, you have just bought your own Land Cruiser 2018 model. And it's there, it's in the compound. And somebody is using John Parkin. <laughs> so start it that soon. And you look at the person. And you are like, you, you know what? You just say calmly. You, um, you first of all, you calm down. You help him to start the car. And you use time to pass a check. How much is there? Buy yourself a Camry. Even if it's 2009, it is 3 million. Now, this is 3 million. Amen. Amen. That's what we are talking about. I want a time when all of you ask me, Pastor, people might not want to tell you say, Pastor, I don't know. People might not want to tell me because they don't know me, but they know you, Pastor. Who are the people that need house renting? How many of them? Give me their names, sir. Even if they don't want me to know, I will transfer somehow. And I, I will help you get the account of all those people that there are seven of them, or these are the names. And you transfer, you pay the house rent. Why? You have just built a house. One in GRA, one in Lekki. And you are asking God, and Lord, it's not about me only. Let's help some other people to get houses also. Are you with me? Hallelujah. Are you dreaming of a time when we are not, we don't announce something twice in church? Say, we want to buy AC. How much is AC? You are angry that I'm making some announcements. Now, Pastor, is it not more than 10 ACs? Say, 5 was 500,000. That's 5 million. Are you, why are you announcing when I am here? This is how people work. In blessing. So, everybody know where every hundred are in your house. Once, if I, where they take light, you can pick the money <laughs> in the dark. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> Every combo you can account for. They say, you call your son or your wife. So they are, who took that 50 there? <laughs> I saw it on that envelope. I put it there. I saw it there yesterday. <laughs> Somebody, sweetheart, there's no, no. It's there. I, I, I put it there. <laughs> check, check, check. I was hundred era. But all things have passed in me. Understanding my heart. Yes, this is very, very important. So I told them on Wednesday. I was telling the leaders one day. And I had to stop here. I told them on Wednesday. If a pastor stands before the people and he begins to tell them that part of what the New Testament taught, Galatians chapter 6, verse 7 is that you give to those who teach you the word of God. 
it will look like you need something from the people. But that's the truth. You will have to know me very well to know. Those of you that I know, we know that I do not need anything from anybody. But should we, because of noise around, not tell people the truth of the word of God? We have to tell people the truth of the word. There is a connection between where you are receiving the word and every message. Those who are blessed to me in messages, I find a way to give to them. That's what I do. Amen. Hallelujah. I am forever till Jesus come committed to charity. Anytime I get anything new, I give something to somebody. And at times I buy two things that I love so much, I give out one. I don't think there's any time we have a program in the church that I will not pack bags full of things. Sometimes I pick a suit that I've never won, pack it and drop it and bring everything. Just for somebody. Once I'm happy and something good is happening, I look for somebody to also give to. That's where the joy abounds in your life. Hallelujah. Oh, let me stop here. Shall we rise? Thank you for listening to the teaching of Pastor Shola Oshumakinde. We believe you have been blessed. Worship with us at David's Court, number 25 Mojidi Street, off Twin Street, Ikeja, Lagos. On Sundays, our first service starts by 8 a.m. and our second service by 10 a.m. While our midweek service starts by 7 p.m. on Wednesdays. Go and do great things. God bless you.